Hey guys, welcome to the newest episode of Drunk Gossip. Um, today I'm going to be drinking some sake because I haven't had a chance to get to the liquor store. Um, of course I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in sunny and beautiful New York City. Um, so, over the last couple days, um, there have been two very, very significant deaths. The first one, of course, is former First Lady Barbara Bush. Um, Politically, we disagreed, but she was one of those people who uh, was just... um, She was an old-school politician, or at least an old-school politician's wife, and she didn't believe in all this divisiveness. She wanted everyone to come together, which was beautiful. Um, She also put country over party which I think is a very unique position these days um so I think the whole world mourns her death um especially her family I can't imagine what they're going through right now um of of course um she knew that her time was up um she had asked to go from the care that she had been getting to comfort care and there's a lot of people out there who are like who don't understand what comfort care is. So basically comfort care doesn't mean you stop getting medical attention. It just means that if you lapse into unconsciousness or um something like that they're not going to resuscitate you. Um she was still getting medicine for her pain. She was still taking the the medicines that she needed uh, to survive. Um, so I, I just feel it's very important to clear that up right here. Uh, right here, no. Um, it was a very conscious choice on her part. She felt it was her time to go. And she didn't want to keep prolonging her life. Um, everyone's now looking at former President George W. Bush and worrying about him as... Or um, H.W. Bush, I'm sorry. Um former President George H.W. Bush and worried about him because he'd spent, I think I read 70 years with this woman. She was kind of just like this force in his life. Um, And so I can't imagine what it's like to wake up one day and realize that your soulmate is gone. Um, Really, just my heartfelt condolences to the whole family. Um, And I, I hope they're grieving and I hope they find the solace that they need to to move on and grieve this wonderful woman. On Saturday, uh, we lost Vern Troyer. Uh, for those of you who don't remember who Vern Troyer is, he played Minnie-Me in the Austin Power movies. Um, there was... There's a lot of speculation about his death, um... Earlier this month, he had gotten into some trouble. Um, He had been drinking. And he had lapsed into a coma um, from alcohol poisoning. Now, he was one of the smallest people here on Earth. He was only two foot eight. Um, So, I don't know how much alcohol he had had, had, um, but it was probably too much. There are some people who are saying that he took his own life. Um, The family has not said. Um, All 
all they have said so far that I've read, and I've been trying to keep up on the story as much as I possibly can, is that um, he struggles with depression, suicide is is not great, um, and they're asking people to respect their privacy at this time. Um, Vern had, ever since he had his breakout role in the Awesome Power movies, he had been struggling with fame and what it all meant to him. Um, so, you know, it, it, it is very sad. Um, I hope that if, if someone is struggling with alcoholism, um, again, despite the, the whole concept of this being a podcast and a blog and even, um, even books about getting drunk and talking about gossip, you don't want to abuse a substance of any kind. And I'm very much an advocate for moderation and um, taking care of yourself. If you're losing control, please, please, please get help. Um, I will be right back. I'm back, guys. I have some sake. Um, let's talk some happy news. I know the last segment was very depressing. I'm very sorry about that. Um, but it is my job to bring you all the gospel stories, not just the um, salacious, nasty ones. Well, I shouldn't say nasty, but the salacious and scandalous ones. Um, so let's talk. Kate Middleton, she just gave birth to my future husband's um, third child. They haven't revealed the name. He was a um, baby boy. He was very healthy. Um, but let's talk about this woman. Like, Kate Middleton is just one of those people. Um, for those that don't know the history, her and William dated back when they were in Cambridge College. Um, and she was getting a little antsy for a wedding ring. And he was kind of like, hmm, I want to see what's out there. Um, and, but she waited patiently for him. And uh, they they ended up getting married. People often compare her to Princess Diana. Um, I, I kind of see the resemblance. But at the same time, I don't. Because I feel like they're two very, very different people. Um, but... Um, she she stuck around. She's given birth to three kids, as of today. And here's a really remarkable thing about it. She gave birth at eleven o'clock London time, and by like four fifteen, she was already giving a press conference. Um, I haven't seen the baby's name yet. As soon as I do, I will um bring it to you live, or I will put it on my Facebook pages. Um. If you look up um, Generation Gossip, it has turned into Drunk Gossip. Um, if, you, if you're if you a fan of mine on my author page, or if you're a friend of mine on my real page, um, I will make sure to spread the news everywhere. Um, just so that it, it gets diffused. Um, but, so she, she gave birth, and... I don't know why, but, like, the last two pregnancies seemed like they lasted five years. This one seemed like it was, like, five minutes. So I don't know if maybe, like, she just waited longer to announce it this time. Or if everyone's so excited about Harry and 
uh, Meghan Markle's wedding that we were like, oh, okay, yeah, you're pregnant, but we have another royal wedding to watch. So you don't really count right now. Um, either one is really, honestly, a, a, a fair assessment, but... Um, yeah, like, this pregnancy went by really, really, really fast. Um, from all accounts, the baby is healthy. Prince William was by her side the entire time and only left to go get, um, Prince George and Princess Charlotte and bring them to see their mother and their new baby brother. Um, they're going to be a very happy family. In other royal news, I was going to do two segments for this, but I, th- I think just condensing into one is okay. Um, but there, there are very strong rumors and indications that Queen Elizabeth plans on abdicating her throne um, very soon. Um, and that Prince Charles will become head of the Commonwealth and um, will become king. Now, it's not expected for Camilla to become queen. Um, There's a lot of um, tradition that goes into this where, um, because she's the second wife, I don't think she can become queen. Um, There's also some talk that Prince Charles may head up the Commonwealth, but not take the title of king. And when Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth... Um, does decide to abdicate, both of them will step to the side and allow um, Prince William to take the throne. Um, it, uh, obviously, in this day and age, the monarchy really is more for show than anything else. But there's still a lot of prestige that comes along with um, having the title. And um there's a um, a lot of money that goes along with it. That I believe that the family is worth billions. So, um, you know, they may, you know, politically they may have just a little bit of power. But uh, financially, this is a very influential family. Probably more influential um, than certain families in our country. I will be right back. Okay, guys, I'm back. I have I had to pour an extra large glass of sake this time, um, because this is one of the strangest stories I've ever covered um, in my time as a celebrity gossip columnist, um, podcaster, whatever whatever you want to call me. Um, this is just one of the strangest stories ever, um, and I I don't I don't even know where to begin with this. Um, so I'm going to do my best. I'm going to keep this segment as short as possible. Um, this will be one of our long seg- segment for the, for the episode. Um, so we talked a little bit last week about Allison Mack, I think. Um, if, if not, then I definitely covered it, um, on Facebook. But Allison Mack was arrested for, um, being part of an organization called Nexum. It's spelled really weird. You can Google it. You can Google Allison Mack and see all of this. It's really bizarre. <clears throat> so Allison Mack, um, who was the star of Smallville, 
was recruited to this cult by her former co-star, Kristen Kruick. Um, Kristen Kruick uh, allegedly has left the cult. Um, she says she did. There, there really doesn't seem to be any kind of record of her being around. But here's where it gets really strange. So, um, as you guys know, I read the gossip blogs every single night. Um, just to stay current. And if there's a story that sparks to me, I like to, um, I like to be able to do a segment on it on this podcast. Uh, also, like, I like to write about things. So, you know, I'm, right now I'm currently working on a Cardi B abortion, um, essay. Um, so, like, when I first started reading about this, it just seemed so far-fetched. I was like, okay, this has to be made up. So, Allison Mack allegedly would recruit young college girls into this sex cult. And part of, part of her reward for recruiting these women was that she got to brand them with her initials. And, like, once these women were in, they could not leave because they were, there were naked pictures taken of them. They would be blackmailed. I mean, this was really, really bad. Um, and someone has suggested, though there is no evidence of this, that some of the fappening, um, those pictures that were released were not actually hacked, but were part of this cult. I mean, it's really, really bizarre, like... You know these these actresses tried to leave, and then when they did, their naked their new pictures were just spread out all over the damn place. Um, I I don't see any evidence of that being the case. Um, I believe um, that there was there were charges filed, but still, like that just goes to show how strange this is that somebody can make the connection. Um, so anyway, so. Under the guise of this being like a religion slash um, self-help type thing, they would, um, I forgot the leader's name, but they would, they would, these girls would go see the leader and he would sleep with them. So, eh, I mean, I, I, I know straight dudes are horny, but they were bringing like hundreds of girls to him, so... It's just so bizarre to me. Um, And so, after that they were brought to him, they were kind of, like, forced to stay in this cult and do their bidding and, like, bring other girls in. And, um, they would be, like, these girls would be sold to have sex with other, like, with men. Um, And... So, finally, the FBI had enough information. Um, there's some sources who believe that Christian Kruick really did leave, and she's actually kind of what brought them down. Um, again, no evidence of this. Um, but if she did, if she did leave and she did help them down, bring them down, bravo on her. So, Allison Mack was named as one of the defendants, and... Um, in this federal case that the FBI is prosecuting. And I mean, to get a federal subpoena and a federal charge, 
this is a solid, solid case. I'll be right back with a, a strange, strange twist on an already strange, strange story. All right, so continuing talking about Nexium. Um, so the strange twist that I was talking about involves a lesbian wedding. Alice and Mac married one of the cult's other leaders, Nikki Klein. Now, for those that don't know Nikki Klein, um, she was on Battlestar Galactica. Um, she actually quit Battlestar Galactica to work for Nexium full time. Um, so, Nikki Klein is Canadian. Alice and Mac was born in Germany, but um, she was born to American parent, uh, American citizen parents, and they were over in Germany for um, a job or something. I don't remember quite what it was, but they came back here, and Nikki was about to be deported, and Alice and Mac married her to keep her in the country and to keep her recruiting for Nexium. And this is where it just gets really strange because there's no really logistical reason why um, this would happen. Blind gossip actually broke the story, albeit via a blind item, of course, because it's called blind gossip, um, last year in a post... um, It's a post called... um, I'm going to get the title for you in just a second. My computer's just running a little slow right now. Uh, it's called Here Comes the Legal Protection. And they talk about how these two actresses got married um, to keep one in the, in the country and to kind of keep this cult going. Um, and, of course, they, they do talk about how... Uh, Kristen Kruick was part of the the cult at one point, and she actually recruited Allison Mack to join her. Um, and the, and there's all this talk about Allison Mack being very like sweet and you know very pro pro feminist, and um, Nikki Klein just seems to be one of those that just is there. Um, I'm not quite sure what um, what her role is or, you know, what she's actually doing in the, in the cult. Um, but as soon as they figured out the charges were going to be filed and that Nikki was going to be deported, they got married. Now, here's why this is important, and I'm no lawyer. But I've studied enough, I've read enough, enough John Grisham to know that um, your spouse doesn't have to testify against you. It's actually illegal for the government to force them to. However, there's a little twist on this that most people don't recognize. Is that you have to be married before the crime is committed in order for spousal privilege to... Um, take effect. So if if my boyfriend kills somebody and then realizes that I witnessed it and says, "Hey, babe, let's get married," I'm 
I, I could be forced to testify that I saw him kill somebody. But if we're married and then he kills somebody, I don't have to say a word. These are the things that you learn about as a writer. Um, I, again, I don't know um, what the motivation for Alison Mack marrying Nikki Klein was other than to keep her in the country. Um, for all I know, that there was no thought about spousal protection. Although with this cult and their sex trafficking ways, I highly, highly doubt that that was the only reason why um, they married them off. I'm also kind of wondering if it's even a legal marriage because, um, you know, there are some cults where you marry a partner, but they don't put the government stuff in there, so it's not necessarily a legal wedding. You're married in the eyes of the cult, which is just a really bizarre, interesting thing to think about. Um, I'm going to keep on top of this story because, again, intriguing, bizarre companion book number four. We'll see. I will be right back. Hey, guys. I'm back. Um, we're going to do our blind item now. It comes from our good friends over at blindgossip.com. Um, they're the best source for interesting, weird, bizarre, and scandalous blind items. Um, this one is called It's About Vengeance. And it reads, You may be wondering why this actress is flaunting the fact that she is dating a man who is still married. The details are a little blurry, but we basically hear that it's not so much about love as it is about vengeance. You see, our actress, our actress's divorce from that favorite, famous, thick-lipped singer was traumatic for her. It really pissed her off that he had a baby with a hot young model. As soon as that happened, she said, I'm getting a boyfriend. It took a week. Her new boyfriend clicks all the boxes. He's younger and better looking and in better shape. Wait until you see him without his, sh- his shirt off. Than her ex-husband. Best of all, her ex totally hates, hates, hates this guy's guts. He explicitly told her to stay away from him. So she started dating him. Guess catching some heat over her new boyfriend's marriage status is just not as important as irritating her ex-husband. Um, this is clearly about Paula Patton and Robin Thicke. Um, although... Thick-lipped, I mean, basically, I would do that. Um, um, Blurry with blurred lines. Um, But I want to know what... Why he hates her new boyfriend. Why he, like, warned her away from him. Or not to date him. Um, That's, like, just this first one. And then I want to know what Robin Thicke did to Paula Patton to piss her off. Um, because Paula Patton has always been one of those women who's very quiet. Like, yeah, she worked. She worked pretty steadily, actually. Um, wasn't necessarily famous, but she was good. And she never seemed to be the the type that would, like, go out and just seek attention like this. Um, so that tells me that, you know, there's something more. Like, yes, we, we all know that he cheated. That's kind of just, like... We've been in the gossip world long enough to know that that happened. But, who did he cheat on her with 
that has her so furious? Was it, is it really the new baby mama? Or is there someone else? And I would say it's probably a combination of both. Um, you know, when I was in school, I studied psychology for a little while, um, which helped me to um, write better. Um, and really get inside people's heads. And, and what I'm seeing is, this is more than just a woman scoring. This is a woman who is not acting in the heat of the moment. She, this is a plan. Like, she has thoroughly thought this out. Like, a, 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 a typical soap vixen who is getting ready to pounce on her prey and make them pay for whatever it is they did to her. You know, I Robin Thicke is a douche. He was sued um, by the Marvin Gaye estate for stealing um, the the song Blurred Lines. Um, I think that he stole, like, the melody, which explains why Taylor Swift was so... Um, was so ready to um, just sign over partial credit to Brightside Fred. When someone pointed out to her before she released her new CD and her new single, Look What You Made Me Do, um, she was just so quick to add them and give them a songwriting credit. She, she's notoriously cheap. There was a, another story I was going to do about Taylor Swift. Um, basically, a judge, she asked, uh, she was sued for stealing a song. Um, there wasn't enough evidence to warrant the songwriter's... Um, lawsuit to to continue it and so then she turned around and sued them trying to get her to trying to get them to have to pay her legal fees and the judge was like nope sit your ass down if i had to award anyone legal fees i would award them the legal fees they have an ass you're not going to um get it um but getting back to robin like he basically did the same thing and he lost out on millions of dollars because of that. Um, so I don't know why Paula is angry, but more power to her. That's going to wrap up this Monday edition of Drunk Gossip. I will see you guys soon. Cheers.